0: Hi, I'm Don O'Neill, driver of the number 71 race car, and you are listening to The Real Racing USA.
1: All right, welcome back to this uh, edition of uh, Southeast Dirt Weekly, and uh, we'll turn you over, back over to Scott McAllister, and I think he's got a, a very special guest on the line with us.
2: Well, I'll tell you what, Jack, we've, I, I told him, I said, I've had some big people on the show before, but this, for, for some reason I'll tell you what I'm really excited on the phone with us all the way from Bear Lake, Pennsylvania, is, of course, uh, Chubb Zilla, Chubb Frank. Chubb, thanks for coming on Southeast Dirt Weekly with us. Well, it's no problem. Appreciate being on. Uh, I know y'all talked to you earlier off this week, um, so you're taking some time out to stay around the house there. But, uh, Chubb, obviously, we're coming down. I come from the asphalt side, so we're trying to introduce a lot of people here in Florida that were former asphalt people. I'm trying to bring them on over to the dirt side. And, of course, when you hear about dirt racing and you hear about late models, you hear about Chubb Frank, and uh, some of my friends said, man, ask him this and ask him that. So I want to start off with, obviously, big big win last week uh, in Nebraska. Uh, Illinois. Lincoln, Illinois. Sorry, Lincoln, yeah. Illinois. Well, there's
0: a lot of Lincoln. There's, there is a lot, man. I get, there's I'm a, here there's, I yeah, there's a lot of Pennsylvania. They're all
2: over the place. But uh, <laughs> No, that one was in Illinois. And, obviously, a big win for you there. I mean, a hard-fought battle.
0: Uh yeah, Josh and I. Uh, we started out Attica on Friday night. Uh, we led like forty some laps, and Josh Richards got by us. Um, otherwise, that probably would have been our first win. And then we come back on Sunday and ran Lincoln, and uh, Josh. Josh was uh, uh, all over me again on, uh, you know, for the lead, and we actually got the, we got a chance to hold him off. So uh, we ended up getting a win. So it, it was pretty big because the car really wasn't that great, and. We, were, uh, we missed a little bit on the setup, but we had uh, track position, and that definitely helped with uh, winning the race. And you get, at that place, yeah, the track position
2: is up on the top side, obviously, around that place.
0: Uh, it, 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 actually, it was top in three and four and right around the tires in one and two,
2: so you kind of gotcha. had to switch lanes. So my question, my friend, uh, raises, he actually works on one of the truck teams up in North Carolina, he said, well, ask him, obviously, a big accident there at Charlotte um, over on the dirt track that you had. Uh, many people might have seen your car, unfortunately, in the front of the ma- some of the magazines. The first thing you said was, asking me if it was his car, that car that he rebuilt and took back to the track and went, or was it a different car? No, it was the same car. So you rebuilt that thing and took it back because it was destroyed. It looked like to me... Well, it, the frame wasn't hurt, which is, it
0: was kind of hard to believe, but it, it only needed... Uh, about eight inches of framer on the right front that holds the bumper on. Uh, The rest of the frame was good because it never did come down on the roll cage. It it just ripped all the suspension. It broke the rear end in half, ripped every piece of suspension off it, and half the interior and pretty much all the body uh, except the roof. And we replaced all that and uh, brought it back out last weekend and run second to first night and won the second night with it. So uh,
2: obviously it's not hurt. No, it's obviously not hurt. And I was reading in here where you said it wasn't quite right. But like you said, if it's not right, I don't know if I'd want to change it too much. You and Josh, and you refer to you refer to Josh, and of course you're speaking about um, Josh Richards. Right. Uh, you guys have a you guys, the youngster and of course the veteran going at it there. Tell me about the rest of the crew and Josh Richards that you're running with there in the series. Obviously very competitive, but you guys seem to have a great relationship on and off. Most everybody on and off the track.
0: Yeah, we run. Uh, you know, like I said, we run with all the. You know, there's all the outlaw guys. Uh, um, right now, uh, Steve Francis is leading the points, and Daryl Lanigan and I are tied for second, like six points out, and Josh is like ten points out of first. I mean, it's pretty tight. And then Rick Eckert, uh, he's he's right there in fifth. Uh, so it's a pretty tight battle. I mean, uh, and like I said, all us guys get along pretty good. Uh, we got a, we got some modified guys in there. Tim Fuller now and. Uh, been helping him out a little bit uh and you know he and he's been running real good uh so you know we we we, you're on the road a lot you know so you 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 know you create some new friendships and stuff like that and you're hanging out a lot with the, the same guys so uh you know and like i said it would be bad if we didn't get along but we actually all of us do get along so that's a good thing
2: it is. An, it sounds really awesome on the phone once again with uh, ChubbZilla, Chubb Frank out of Bear Lake, Pennsylvania, and this is the Advanced Auto Parts Hotline. Jack, uh, once again, I was looking online, They just celebrated Chubb's 30th year of racing. Um, obviously, Chubb, you've seen a lot come and go. Uh, you're still out there winning races. When we were talking about it, uh, you know, a, a lot of youngsters that I see nowadays after that massive accident that that. That it appeared to be maybe a lot larger than what it was there in North Carolina. You were able to pick that up and, and use that to actually, you know, run this week, this past week second, and then pick up the win. Tell me how you see that affecting you. I mean, what kind of what kind of mindset do you go into that race with?
0: <laughs> well, the I a, the first night after we raced, uh, I was in a different car uh, after the wreck and. It, you know the first set of hot laps it was a little leery but cuz the track was it wasn't the best racetrack track to be on but once you get you know once you get past that it was it, you don't even think about it it was i would have if i could have just got back in another car at charlotte i'd have been a lot better off but we actually had a couple weeks off to to uh do some other stuff so uh We never got back in the car for like a week and a half, so it it would have been a little better if we could have just got right back in and uh, went back racing. But like I said, once you got past hot laps, it was over with. When you're in hot laps, you're kind of all by yourself, and you know, you got time to think. But once you get to racing where you're
2: racing with everybody, you don't even worry about it. You just have to, and that's what it looks like to me. You really don't have much room. You just have to go. And that's, you know, I used to ask somebody, why why don't you only do 30 laps in these races? Because that guy was just 125, 200 lappers. And they go, dude, there's, you got to get up on the wheel. And so I <laughs> said, about that, oh, you can't wait for your car to come in, too. <laughs> None of that. And so that's really what I see. You know, you guys go out there. Your crew, man, i look over on your website and invite everybody to go there. Because, first of all, you've done a fantastic job over there. Um, you know, the, uh, the lesser building, building guys and you have been together a long, long time. The website looks fantastic. I invite everybody to go over there. Most of your guys, looks like many of them, most of them are part-timers. Yeah, they are. I have I have one
0: full time guy that's actually from down that way. He used to hang out over there at Ocala Speedway for years. I think his grandmother still or his mother still lives uh, down there. Uh, Brad Baum, and uh, he uh, he's uh, he's full time with me. And then I got a bunch of uh, uh, part timers, like you said, a couple different guys that are truck drivers that show up at the racetrack. You know, get loads out to wherever we're at. Uh, The problem with our deal is that it's not to the you know we're not at the cup level, so the money isn't there. So it's hard to have a bunch of different guys uh, paid on the you know to to do this. It's there's there it's
2: you can make money at it, but it's marginal. Sure, and but that's really what gets me about what you guys do because it's like I I told Jack earlier. I said, well, how did you get a hold of him? I said, dude, he answered the phone. So, I said, man, you try to get a hold of a NASCAR guy? <laughs> you got to go through, you know, 10 different because public relations people. So that's one of the cool things I think I like about, once again, you know, you do this long enough. I like that about the dirt deal. because dude, you're awesome. I mean, I looked out there the other day, and I saw a 360 sprint. The driver out there changing his tire. I was like, man, they don't, they don't do that on the asphalt side. Jack, you know, I, I was once again, Chubb Frank, I went, first of all, I want to ask him, I wonder if that's any kind of Glenbaum.
1: I was just going to ask you, Chubb, Chubb, you're up there near Corey, Pennsylvania, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I used to 20 minutes from there. Yeah, that's the area. You know, I used to live in Erie, and we go down there. Uh, that's some trout fish in heaven. <laughs> Isn't
0: that yeah. the truth? Yes, there, there's some serious trout fishing. I wished I had time to go do some fishing, but that's one thing with racing. We don't really have a lot of time <laughs> to do that. So
1: what do you do in Bear Lake up there right on the Ohio border?
0: Uh, we're, I mean... We, you, or New York
1: border, excuse as, me.
0: All we're doing is racing. I mean, I'd like to do a little golfing, but I can't even do that. I just... Uh, we're, it, the, How many about, shows you gonna do this year? What's that? How
2: many shows you gonna
0: do? This um, we're probably gonna do somewhere around seventy uh, late model shows, and but they're all over the place too, so it, it makes it a little tougher. I mean, we go out to Wyoming, Montana area uh, this year, so it's you know we go on some of these. We're out on the road for three weeks, so it, it just makes it a little tougher because you have to be prepared when you leave. Uh, you you know to have enough stuff to go with you so we're usually building stuff or redoing stuff uh bodies or you know parts for the cars, whatever we got to do to make sure we got enough stuff when we get out there in case we tear because you just you just can't come back home to
2: you know to fix it yeah there's yeah there's no coming back home when you're that far out and, and once again, you guys have. You know, when you when you and the budget is obviously a lot different between that and and cup racing or asphalt racing. But really, I I, I tip my hat to you guys because you squeeze every amount of dollar you can out of that and make it go a lot further than most anybody I know. When you show up to the track, man, you look very. You know, like I said, you do lesser buildings proud, and and they obviously respect that relationship and have been with you a long, long time.
1: Chubb, J- yeah. how tough is it? I mean I, the, the guys like yourself that, that race the, the dirt circuit, the national circuit, the the sprint car guys the same way, you race 70, 80, 90 races a year. How do you manage to do that and, and squeeze all the family stuff in and do it? I mean how do you do it? man?
0: Well, I, my wife always goes with us, so it's uh, you know it, it is pretty much a family deal. and like this weekend we're you know it's a holiday weekend, so we're actually home. Uh, we'll do some racing, but, we'll, you know, there's a, we've got a pretty good-sized family as far as uh, relatives and stuff, and we'll see a lot of them uh, this weekend, you know, because it's a holiday and we're racing close to home within, you know, a few miles of the house. So, uh, you know, we'll see a lot of that. And, but you just kind of pick your times. You know, once we get to the winter, we, we race till November, and we're off until January, end of January, 1st of February. So there's some time in there that we might go on vacation or... Uh, we, you, we usually do the cruise of the champions. Uh, they, they have that deal every year. So we go on a cruise and, uh, you know, that, that's about the only time you get it off, but you really, when we're on the road, sometimes it's a vacation, you know, it's, uh, we, we, it's not always work. Sometimes we'll get a rain out and we'll have a night off or something and we'll, we just go out and hang out, uh, with the other crews and, you know, so it's kind of like an extended family when we're out on the road. Cool.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, you no, know, I've been there before. It's like when I used to do the NASCAR Slim Jim deal. It's, it's like you said, you don't have those nice tour buses that you, you just go relax in and everybody has one. You go gather around one dude. And yeah, you all get to know each other pretty well when you do things like that. But, um, obviously, Chubb, this is, in mean, 30 years you've been doing this. Some of the biggest, you know, what are some of the biggest things that you remember? After 30 years, what are some of the things that, that after all this racing and everything said and done, that come to your memory first about thirty years of racing.
0: <laughs>
2: I didn't think we'd be doing this this long. I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing. Uh, oh, we've had some big wins and stuff. So I mean, you know, a lot of like I said, it's it's been a journey. It's been a uh, thirty years of thirty uh, year journey. It's been a lot of fun. I I don't really think there's anything I'd do anything different either. I mean, it's been. Uh, you know even uh, even the lows or the the bad times you have when things don't go right it it kind of molds you into who you are and how competitive you are and all the stuff you know so uh it, you know I wouldn't trade any of that stuff even the even the bad times for you know we and we've had a lot of bad but we've had a lot of good, so I can't
2: complain racing's been good to us. You know, I think it's, and that's obviously, the, it, it's just as you said, it. I think if you t- had that attitude of what comes, I mean, you're going to have the good and the bad if you do this long enough. You're going to have something bad and then you're going to have something good and you kind of take it all in stride. And the thing is not to get too, too high or too low. Well, that's just it because here's the thing about
0: racing it's not like any other sport. You lose more than you ever win. Uh, you're never going to win as many races as you're going to lose. So, uh, the, I, at least I don't know anybody out there that wins.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if they do, we need to
0: find out about them. If they're winning more than fifty percent of their races, they're doing good. But uh, we need to tear
2: them down. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: for sure. <laughs> exactly. But uh, so you, you know, you already know that going in. But you as long as you're competitive, it's 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 a competitive sport, and you're still trying to you're trying to make a living at it, but you're trying to beat the guy. The neck, you know, the guy next to you all the time. So I mean, like I said, we're still having fun doing it, even though it's 30 years into it. Uh, you know, and
2: then obviously I I know my good friend, and uh, he lives down here in Zephyr Hills, Buzzy Rudiman. He's my hero because, man, I tell you, he keeps on winning year after year. Now he's you know, whatever his I don't know, don't say his age anymore. But man, <laughs> after 30 years, Chubb, you come out here and and you're still as competitive as ever as ever. It sounds like. Is there any talk? Is there any thought of wrapping this up, or do you see just you're not, you're not at this point have no plans of stopping?
0: No, I mean I'm I I mean I know I'm not going to be able to do it for, a while, but I, I figure probably another eight to ten years. Um, but uh, you were speaking of Ruderman, uh, uh There's a possibility that uh, we're racing Del- Delaware next week, and if they mm-hmm. if it falls through. We're supposed to uh, David's supposed to drive our car out there at Delaware and he'll put week. that Dover Delaware bra over' out there you know they're out there racing at Dover and we're down the road in Delmar,
2: and there's yeah. a couple
0: cup guys coming down and David's coming down and uh, he might end up driving one of my backup cars
2: next to That's sweet. yeah All right. Yeah. That, that's the cool deal about it is Jack and and I wants get on the phone with Chu Frank uh, you know its it's you get that kind of camaraderie. And, and then, it's, it's just, like I said, you have a family, and your family is really from one end of this country to the other because that's, you make these friends and relationships, and you build them up no matter where you are, whether it's Missouri or Iowa or, like you said, in, in, if you be in Arizona or wherever you're racing that, over 30 years you've built up a lot of relationships. So your friends and your family are wherever you are on the road. Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, we, we do meet a lot of new people
0: all the time, which is nice, but there's a lot of people we see uh, you know, that we see over the years, uh, or see over the, over the course of the summer, too, you know, like you said. Um, and that's what's nice, the same thing. We, we've we got other people that, you know, if we're out west somewhere, like in Iowa, there's places we go to other guys' shops that, uh, you know, that we we've, we've made friends with over the years, and we work on our stuff. So it makes it a lot easier,
2: you know, to be able to go out on the road and do that stuff. Because, you know, in the asphalt side, that that really wouldn't happen very often. Not very often. I'm sure it does, but not very often would you have that circumstance. Uh, people say, hey, bring your car over to my shop and work up. That's not going to happen. Now, like you said. You know, I you understand. may have some other stuff going on, but. Well, uh, they're all heightened
0: stuff. We're not. We're exactly, not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah.
2: Exactly, yeah. You see, it, it, that's what you used to do, is put that rag over the top of the car. It's like, what is that? Is a rag. <laughs> people would come and look at it. What is that? he sit back and laugh, but. Um, obviously, the rest of the year, uh, heck, you guys, like you said, you're tied for second in world of outlaw points. So many more races for you. What's the next race on your schedule?
0: Uh, Delmar out in Delaware. Uh, oh, that's it. Then, next yeah. Thursday, and then Hagerstown, Maryland. Then the following week, we, we're at the Dream, which is not an outlaw race, but the you know that's the, the UMP sanctioned, the hundred thousand to win race. So it, uh, we've got plenty of big races coming up.
1: Eldora, huh?
0: Yep.
2: All right. First of June. So, yeah, we'll be watching out for you there. And, uh, you know, definitely, I, we'd love to watch you race. And, you know, we want to have you down here to East Bay and to Ocala and, and some tracks down here in Florida. So that's my next question. Is When are you coming back down here or down to south, somewhere down in the south area? I don't know. I they I, they, I
0: see they reclaimed or put clay on Ocala. Was, is that working out okay? <sharp> it's, you know,
2: it's
1: off the charts, Chubb. Yeah. It's off the charts, man.
0: It, yeah. it
2: really went from it went from uh, you know, a very mediocre crowd and car count to as you can't pack in any more than what you can get in and it's been great all year long and we've had people like Ivan and Lloyd who obviously is here from right. O'Cala, so he's done well here and then we've had some people from across the country and of course the first couple of nights when we had the three sixty press ASCS three sixties press, that was a blowout night, you know. So yeah, we're from you know half the stands full to you can't put another person inside. their full, so that's fantastic. But yeah, of course, East Bay, uh, you know, big track down here for us anyway, and and we want to see Chuck Frank down here. So that's what everybody was asking me: Where's he coming? Where's he coming? I, said, I think his schedule's kind of full. But yeah. uh, well, they you know, they just
0: need to they really they need, need to schedule uh, some uh, uh, big races, I guess, down there. That's right. Maybe some outlaw <laughs> races down there at Ocala. Yeah. You know, or East Bay, East Bay won't—they don't have them either. They got—I think they got Lucas Oil stuff going on. Yeah, they got
2: Lucas Oil, but I think you know, and that's—I think that those kind of sentiments are being are being brought up now, as far as uh, you know, with the cost of fuel like it is. Nobody should, you know, nobody should be a man unto himself. Why don't we try to get some tracks together and you know, make it a two, three, four night show, a five night show, or something of that nature, right? And get them all the way in one shot. So you know, maybe, they, maybe that's what they're working up to, but. But certainly with uh, Ocala Trin and asphalt, that's opened up a lot of doors. And it certainly opened up a door for me. Um, like I said, this this world of dirt racing is something that's new and is fresh. And to be honest with you, even if, when you have veterans like yourself, it's all fresh to me. So that's the cool thing about it. I don't, I don't care how long you've been doing it. It's all new to me, and I think a lot of people are recognizing that. So I think you got a lot of new fans that maybe you don't know about because I think people are coming over and if I can be a part, I know it's like I said. I'm dragging everybody, whether they like it or not. All I got to do is get them in front of you guys, and it's Wait. a show unlike no other. You need to uh, you need to go up to the world in September
0: up at Eldora, and if you want to see a crowd and see a, uh, an atmosphere, because that, that's that's a whole different deal than than a, just to say a regular show or a, even a big show. Uh, you know that they, you they're, they're, you go in there for one
2: night because uh, the the Eldora deal that's that's usually like a three night deal. You know, Jack and you and I talk about man what it feels like to go here and what it feels like to go there. And of course, then you hear veterans and, and you hear even the track owners. and ought to be the first thing, man. You got to go, like you got to go to Eldora, and I think, man, <laughs> yeah. how much better can it be? But obviously, it is that much better. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's quite an atmosphere there for the world. Uh,
0: the dream's pretty good, but the world is definitely uh, uh, probably the, the biggest uh, race and the biggest uh, crowd. You know, just the whole deal, it's it's awesome to go
1: there. You know, uh, Chubb, with a few minutes we're going to be talking with uh, Frankie Lloyd, the promoter at, uh, yep. at Golden Isles. Uh, uh, give us a thumbnail of Golden
0: Isles. Well, we've only been there they've changed of course they changed the racetrack. <laughs> if you really want to know, I, I kinda of like the track the way they had it here a year or so ago, but uh we didn't we kinda of struggled down there uh uh when they were down there for the the ten night race. Uh we, we just never did get very good down there. Um I really don't know why, but um you know, the 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 track he made it smaller, uh, you know, so I, I thought it would be a little better but I actually had better success when the track was bigger uh you know the way it was before uh, he changed it so to me I, I liked it better before, but um I suppose if he changed i think really the clay is you know if it, if he could change the clay and make it a little slower so you could race all over it, I think the track would be a little better, but he has done a lot of he has done a lot of work and he has done has put some money into it uh you know and it is it is a nice facility uh it's it's hard to. I guess it's hard to draw. It's kind of out of nowhere, really. Um, and you know, I wish him luck. And I hope things work out for him because
2: we don't really need to lose
0: any racetracks.
2: No, that's why Frankie's going 100 miles an hour every time you see him. He, you know, he's, he's his hair on fire, hundred miles an hour, and his hair's on fire. So that's that's the reason why because he is humping to get those guys in there and to keep them in there. So uh, you know, and I'm I'm sure they will do good, but. You know, once again, we want to we want to thank you so much for, for coming on Southeast Zero Weekly, Chubb. And um, we look forward to seeing you next week up in Delaware. Uh, we'll check you out there. And then, of course, uh, we'll look for you throughout the season. And hey, keep up with him, man. First of all, check out chubfrank.com.
1: So, yeah, and I was just going to say, you know, now, now when you win the world, Chubb, when you take the world here and you get all done with the ESPN interviews. Think you might find him just a minute to talk to to Scott at Southeastern Weekly again, huh?
2: <laughs> I just yeah, got one of those. I, of I, can, I I'll guarantee that if we win the world. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay.
2: Yeah. Hey, you know what? Hey, don't bet against you, brother. we won. We the world in 04, So there so you can't go. Can't do it, but it's. Uh,
0: but it's it's a tough it's a tough deal to do.
2: It's it's hard to win. Okay, I tell you what, I might have to ask Todd Hutto for the night off and fly out there and be to be a part of the Lester Buildings crew because uh just like you said, you've already won it once, but now hey you got this extra incentive because we wanna have you back here on Southeast Dirt Weekly. Uh-huh. No, I tell you what what a, a great time it's gonna you're gonna have out there. I know that many people are looking forward to seeing you out there. We're gonna certainly keep an eye on you here at Southeast Dirt Weekly and I'm just excited to have you all, man. I'm mean, a 45 year old kid here, man. I'm jacked up by having Chubb Frank on the show, but uh, once again, thanks for coming on, Chubb, And we'll we'll look out for you, and uh, good luck up in Delaware, and good luck at the world. Like Jack said, when you do when you win it, man, we're gonna get you to do a you know bumper for us, and we'll have you back on Southeast Dirt Weekly. Thanks a right? lot, Chubb. That's not a problem, and I appreciate you having me on, or having me on. Thanks, Chub. Deal.